This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. This is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today, we have Ariane from iSims, and our topic or subject today is what type of marketing works for recruiters? And uh, we haven't talked, we haven't actually touched on this uh, during a podcast because it's it's actually the reverse of what you would think. We're not thinking about marketing that recruiters do. We're actually talking about and going to discuss what actually works to talk to recruiters and get their attention, et cetera. Ari's got a lot of a, a lot of experience in the space, and so this is going to be really fun. Ari, would you do us a favor and introduce yourself and MySims? Yeah. So I'm Ari Hoosier. I'm the chief marketing officer over here at iSims. Um, joined the company in November, so not too long ago. Um, and super excited to be uh, to be over here. Really passionate about talent acquisition in the recruiting space and and how important it is for not just businesses but for people. And it's just a, um, you know, I like to think of it as a, as a, as a noble purpose. And I like being a part of uh, organizations where you're, you're excited uh, about the mission and it, you know, helps. That's what gets you out of bed in the morning and, you know, keeps a smile on your face all day and, and keeps you engaged. So um, really love, love the category and and psyched to be here today uh, chatting with you. Love it. So I've tried all kinds of different things and from a marketing perspective through the years, email until we can go back to direct mail, uh, <laughs> fax blast, direct mail, email, yeah. um, you know, uh, sending a partial, you know, uh, you know, gifts, you know, like chess sets without the King stuff like that, like dimensional mail, uh, conferences, oh, yeah, pff, yeah. name it. I've tried it. Um, I, I'm interested to kind of because of your work in the space, not just at ISIS, but you've got a lot of work in the space. So what have you seen? What have you seen that just that you know and and you kind of if it's historically something's really worked, or even right now things that are working for you? Yeah, for sure. You know, there's always, you know, I, I there's a lot of noise out there, right? right. And <laughs> Cutting through it, you know, it's always there's always kind of a uh, an arms race out there in terms of the latest gimmick. You know, you mentioned kind of chess pieces and, you know, people have done really cool things around, you know, colleges that you went to and sending them, you know, alumni branded tchotchkes and and things like that. And, you know, the uh, the promo companies are always kind of far out in advance of that and they do they do an awesome job with that stuff and you know but from my perspective i think it's always about um you know what are what are the what are the things that are keeping up uh the buyers at night right and in this case it's you know for us it's it's the recruiters that we that we work with and the talent acquisition teams and you know hr operations and 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 tech understanding their needs their pain points their their care abouts and connecting them uh, with 
people and information and content um, that is just really relevant and kind of speaks to, um, you know, how, how they can kind of break through and come back to their offices with new ideas or help them solve specific problems. So for me, it kind of goes back to the information and the, the, the content and then delivering that in a way where they're aware that it's there, they can pay attention to it, they can digest it. Um, you know, it's, we, we certainly have seen, and, and I think it, it accelerated throughout the pandemic that long form content um, is, you know, really, you know, becoming a dinosaur, more snackable, mm -hmm. bite-sized stuff. Um, you know, even to some extent, you know, blog posts and, you know, things like that were, were, were pretty trendy. They've become really much tighter, right? So anything that is shorter form, um, folks tend to be able to, you know, raise their hand and say, yeah, I'll check it out, right? So, you know, we've seen in, in emails, like if it's animated GIFs even to explain things, so so people don't even have to watch a long, long form video, right? Is it, you know, give, giving people short versions of um, demos of products instead of having them uh, want to sign up to, to sit through a long form demo. Um, you know, so I, I think there's a lot of emerging tactics, um, but, you know, it's all about trying to get the attention of people because, um, you know, we're all kind of like squirrels out there, um, you know, getting distracted and uh, you know, with with you know our our devices, I think there was a a stat that Business Insider put out a couple a couple of years ago that that our CEO likes to quote that you know on on average people touch their phones or pick up their phones you know between four thousand and six thousand times a day or something. And I think my 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 kids probably have us beat there on that. But that's what marketers are are competing with right now. It's 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 attention, um, and so cutting through with content. And keeping it as concise as possible um, is really one of the, the biggest challenges that, 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 that we all face, but it's also an opportunity. So, okay. Are you a persona-based marketing person? Do you like, do you like kind of building out different personas of the, of the different buyers that y'all sell to? A absolutely. Yeah. And we, um, you know, we've, we build out personas for our, our primary um, stakeholders, right? So for right. us, typically the heads of, of recruitment, talent acquisition, um, and then also other important stakeholders and influencers, right? So CHRO, we've got the technology persona, the, the finance persona. Um, you know, we've seen that the buying process has become more complex, more stakeholders involved. So, you know, you, you can't get by right now with just one or two personas. Um, you know, you kind of, you know, really, really need to, 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 to build them out, um, you know, across the whole buying committee. Uh, but yeah, big, big fans of that. And, and, and those really drive a lot of not just the content we create, but also understanding, okay, what media are they consuming? Um, what are their habits? You know, what are their personalities like in some cases? Um, it's never one size fits all, um, but in some cases it can be good enough. Um, so we're, we're trying to really thread that through everything that we do to make sure that right. our content, our activities is, is, is really going to resonate with, uh, key personas. Love that. Okay. So webinars, I've seen webinars, uh, be very effective. 
through the mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Uh, but I've also seen stylistically a lot of changes in webinars, like uh, more like shorter webinars, also yeah. um, more AMA style. You know, like like it used to be the things that were really effective years ago was at the front, there was like a, a little bit of a demo, like a little bit about tech. Like, let's show you, here's five new things that iSims is doing. Y'all just need to know a couple screenshots. Boom. Now let's get into some thought leadership. And then at the end, we'd kind of come back around and go, hey, listen, if you like what you saw and you like what you heard, you know. Fill out the form, blah 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 blah, yeah. and then we just mark it to them forever until they, <laughs> until they took and until they looked at software. Um, but I, I've, I've that's kind of gone away, and in, and it's almost like a reluctance to show show software, uh, and more conversational style. I don't know if you've seen or you're seeing some of the same stuff, but it's like this conversation, like let's let's bring on some really thoughtful customers, and let's just have a good discussion. Yeah. And, and let them talk about things and and uh, and like that's a good that's a wonderful educational bit. Um, what are you seeing with with webinars? Like what's 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 interesting to you and what's also interesting to you to the audience you serve? Yeah, I think I think there's there's a couple of different flavors and some of the flavors have, you know, gone rapidly out of fashion, too. So um, <laughs> it's a better way of saying that. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I think. <laughs> You know, there's the death by PowerPoint where, I mean, you know, we're, we're you know, kind of talking audio only here, but, you know, show of hands, like how many people want to sit through, you know, a virtual PowerPoint presentation for 45 minutes or 60 minutes and then hope that a couple of people ask questions at the end, you know, with, with one person just doing that presentation. Um, it's brutal. Nobody wants to sit through that stuff anymore. Right. And I think when everything went virtual from the pandemic, People just, you know, the webinars worked really well for a while. People could tolerate that. But then there really is that 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 level of, you know, of fatigue there. So, you know, I think there there some of the flavors that that are still tasty for people are um, you know, there, there is out there demos. Right. There is an audience, depending on where they are in the buyer journey, if they are at the stage where they've kind of identified the problems that they have or the problems that they want to solve and they want to kind of touch and feel and see more products, then they will sign up for product-specific demos, right? Um, And a lot of companies do a good job with that. And they're just, they, you know, publish... Uh, availability for public demos, come sign up, whether it's once a week, once a month, here's what we're showcasing. Um, and um, they that might not get um, a huge audience, like a thought leadership one, but often those product demos, um, the people who, who do attend are the ones who at that point are probably pretty serious about product. Um, they want to go into the evaluation phase. Um, and so the the return and the outcome on them um, could be could be pretty good. As you kind of go up the food chain, um, you know, further upstream, that's really where, um, you know, the thought leadership, the more provocative conversations, I think we're seeing a lot less PowerPoint slide right. heavy content. And right. what, what you had mentioned, William, in terms of 
people having conversations, right? So it could be a vendor with a customer, with a thought leader. Um, maybe everyone's just on camera. Maybe there's a, some, you know, a some couple of light slides, short video, you know, a little bit something else other than just a, a, a few talking heads. Um, but it's, again, less PowerPoint, conversation, more of a roundtable style, ability for the audience to ask questions or answer polls. So it's a little bit more interactive too. Um, those are much more engaging. And then you had brought this up before too, um, the duration. So, um, you know, if people sign up for a long podcast, a, a long uh, webcast rather, they're, they're not going to stay for the whole time. Very That's few right. people do, right? right. You, see, you see decay. And um, so we've done a whole bunch of tests around um format and length of um, webinars. And we've seen some really good results on some short ones. You know, you do, right. some people are like, hey, wow, 20 minute webinar on a Boom. topic that's yeah. really interesting to me, you know, in terms of like, you know, so for example, on our side, we've done some things like, you know, some strategies on how to build your talent pipeline, even while hiring is slowing down or strategies for how to accelerate and scale recruiting um, if you're rapidly hiring or industry specific ones. And it doesn't need to be 45 minutes. It huh. can be 20 minutes and people are like, oh wow, I, I know what the expectation is. I can fit that into my day. It's not gonna blow up my whole morning or whole <laughs> afternoon. You know, I don't have to, you know, I won't be multitasking as much because I know yeah, yeah. it'll go by quickly. Um, and you're in, you're out. And so, you know, I think, again, it kind of goes back to attention span. Um, you can, you don't need to, have that much time to get your point across you know it's funny is uh i did a webinar well it's a couple of weeks ago now but uh but it was they they asked me the marketing folks asked me to do a webinar i'm like yeah okay cool and they're like well what do you want to present on i'm like whoa stop present yeah i have no interest <laughs> in presenting <laughs> they're like well what do you mean i'm like i i'll just show up and then just let people ask me ask questions and they're like uh oh well we've never really done that i'm like yeah whatever yeah that's what I'm comfortable with. And so I did it and they loved it. And so uh, 400 people on the, on the, on the webinar or whatever. And I was just me staring into a camera and uh, they had a moderator and they were asking questions from the audience. So Teresa asked, boop. And then um, after the webinar's done, they emailed me and they're like, we don't know what to do. We, we've had 41 questions that were we didn't get we didn't have enough time to get to i'm like well let's just yeah. record it let's just go and i'll put on the same t-shirt and we'll just go and record it and as as if we did it right after that and we'll just go answer it, and then that way you can just kind of put it out uh over time and so it's like that type of stuff like sandy and topeka asked the question about blah 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 like it it was real specific and it was yeah. fun I mean, it was actually uh, enjoyable for me because I've I've actually said uh, I've said this a million times, but it's I think PowerPoint makes people stupid. So yeah. I, I go to the far end of the spectrum and go, you know what? I will not only not do, not only will I not do PowerPoint, I'll make fun of PowerPoint. Um, and think, it also becomes a relief for some people. It's like, oh wow, no PowerPoint. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. maybe I'll <laughs> I'll pay attention instead of you know pretending that my eyes are open or, oh, yeah. or you know, it's, especially, if, especially if questions are being answered, like, you know what I mean? Like 
I, I've seen this uh, a number of times, actually. You know, John asks the question. It's like, hey, John asked this really wonderful question. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, John, here's the question. Here's the here's what I would say is the answer. And then all of a sudden, once John gets a response, it's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple more questions. So it's it's a really kind of an interesting deal. And again, I don't know how long that will last. But um, I did want to ask you about customers because y'all yeah. are doing – y'all do – kind of customer events differently and you you've yeah. always kind of done this uh this bit differently you've got uh a, your major well one of your capstone events insight coming up um mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that yeah for sure so um we had our um last major customer event in november mm -hmm. uh fire and that was out in santa monica uh that was day four of my tenure here at ISIM. So I got to, to walk into a, uh, yeah. you know, beautiful something, something that was already pro programmed for you. <laughs> exactly. Wow. And people told me my team did a great job. And I said, I guess they did. They did a fantastic <laughs> job and I can't really take any credit for it. Um, and, um, you know, we, we have our, our next one coming up, uh, in, uh, May. So it's Tuesday, May 9th. And so if you go to isims.com slash inspire, you can, you can see some information about it, but, you know, we're, we're, it, it's interesting, you know, I think if we kind of take a step back, right, from a marketing perspective, you know, the topic of, of our chat here today, um, events is something too, that um, has become really interesting, because before the pandemic, people, you know, really enjoyed traveling to events and different kinds of events, you know, there was customer user events, there was thought leadership events, brand right. events, industry conferences, and then obviously everything shut down. And now as things, you know, reopened, Last year, people started going back. And then this year, there's some economic headwinds. And so travel budgets are getting cut. And so I think, you know, us, like a lot of marketers, you know, we're, we're all thinking through, um, you know, our, our customers and our prospects, what are what is the right event strategy? And, you know, what, what kind of events um, in terms of, of content and format do people want to travel to? So, you know, we, we are getting close to our customers to ask them that very question and collecting that information to really map out our strategy on a go forward basis um, to see how we want to adapt moving forward. Um, you know, for the event that we are having in, um, in May. So, you know, the theme is breakthrough and it's really all about, you know, we've got our community of talent innovators across our 6,000 customers or so and 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 our leaders here and and a lot of industry leaders that we're bringing to the event too um we've got some really good content that's going to span really the full spectrum of, of talent acquisition some of the new innovations um of course we have to cover ai because you know how can you talk about anything these days without ai <laughs> uh, that's all anyone seems to want to talk about ai will talk about ai <laughs> yes so maybe. You, you... <laughs> Maybe the whole event will just be written by uh, GPT and nobody will know for, for, for the better and we'll save some money. But, um, you know, above and beyond that, you know, a lot of, you know, I think provocative topics in terms of, you know, we're kind of seeing a bimodal market out there where in some industries, you know, there there's job shortages and there's not enough people compared to job openings. You know, if you look at, you know, retail and some service industries and manufacturing and, and certainly healthcare, right? And and those industries are in one spot. And then all the headlines are being grabbed by the tech industry and the layoffs there. And a lot of recruiting teams are under pressure there. Um, and 
Um, so it's it's just it's a very interesting time, I think, in in recruiting and 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 talent acquisition. And so we're you know excited to to gather a lot of uh, you know industry leaders together for that. And going back to event strategy, so you know we're we're trying to go with like a, a Goldilocks model for this one, and, and we'll see how it goes. You know, this is what what we did last time too, where we're doing it kind of hybrid. We've got some folks that'll be there in person, smaller. Um, and then we're going to be broadcasting it for a larger virtual audience um, as well. And, you know, we're we're super excited to get to get people um, together for it. You know, that's uh, one of the things I want to ask, because I, I love the like the first day, there's parts of it that are streaming, if not all of it. Second day, obviously, you're going to record everything, probably have it uh, for folks afterwards, especially yeah. customers. Um, but there is kind of, um, you know, Unleash does this thing where you have to apply. It's not a registration. Like, a, you know, like if you go to HR Tech, you know, you can just go to their site and register, pay them a slide, <laughs> swipe your card and it's done. You got a ticket. Uh, whereas like Unleash, it's, it's, they, they, that you, you apply to register, which I, I like the scarcity of, I don't know how, the back end of that and how that works out, but I just like the idea of scarcity. And mm -hmm. I like the idea of having kind of a smaller event. I'm first of all, you are having it in a beautiful part of the world. And, 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 and so, and, having a smaller group of people like you know there's there's small enough where people might actually be able to meet almost everybody that 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 they want to yeah you, you go to larger events it's like wonderful events but there's no way you can meet all the people you want to meet there's just not enough time and because uh, because there's just so much more density of people uh, yep. i'm thinking about sherm annual in my head right now it's like you know it's sometimes you know 15 20 000 people and it's like there's a bunch of folks I'd love to talk to. I can't, there's only so many hours in a day. I can't, I can't meet everybody. I can't go to all the content. I can't do everything, but I, I really like the way they all structured that. Um, do you see like doing more kind of roadshow type stuff? Cause I, I love roadshows. So I'll put my ballot. I'll put my bias out, out on the table. I love customer dinners and prospect dinners. And, and I love road shows. I just love like I which is not a, not a competitor. They're, they're on a core HR side. Mm -hmm. They're doing, they're in the midst of doing a road show and they're doing like three a week, Be but they got multiple teams going, you know, in different directions, but it's just like, they're just going out and going, you know what? We're going to drop into Austin. We're going to drop into Houston. Yeah. We're going to drop into Dallas. We're, you know, like, we're just going to do this bit from nine to one and we'll have breakfast. We'll do some content. We'll talk a little bit about product. And we'll do some stuff at lunch and then, yeah, get back to work. Yeah, like, that's exactly that. right. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're looking in the back half of the year at, at more events like that as well. And right. I think, you know, there's a couple of drivers behind that too, is, you know, there's not as much appetite for travel um, right. and both from a budget perspective. And then, you know, also I think some people are still kind of, you know, they're like, oh, we want to travel a couple of times a year now and they want right. to pick bots and you know you'll often get a better turnout if 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 you come to them and and you know into their 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 backyard and it's it's just it's less of a commitment on their right. side right it's so um, much easier to just like talent net here in dallas craig puts on a bit twice a year one in austin one in dallas and you know what i've been to it every year for 12 years <laughs> a because it's great content b because yeah. it's here like yeah. it's 30 minutes away like okay what else am i doing so yeah. Uh, that's different than, you know, the flight to Vegas, 
you know, and, and all that, yeah. that, that encompasses. So yeah. the whole hotel thing. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I'm of the age now where I don't leave the hotel. So now <laughs> <laughs> there was a period in my life where I might not stay in the hotel room, but I'm not at that stage. I'm at a stage now where it's like uh airport, you know, Uber, uh, conference hotel and never leave and then go yeah. back. <laughs> it's reverse order. Um, so last, last question is um, as you, as you look down, like some of the things, cause marketing at least the way I've always approached it, when when CEOs have asked me this question, like how do I, how do I hire a great marketer? It's like okay, so when you hire, you know, I can give you all of that stuff, but the first thing you need to do is you need to stop thinking of them in this traditional sense. What marketers need to do is they need to they need to innovate, they need to try stuff, and it needs to fail. Yeah. And yeah. so, like like the best way to 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 really encourage that is go to a medical supply company and get lab coats. And put your brand on it and put their name on it and then just give it to them and go, hey, your job is to try stuff. Some of, some of it, you know this from just his campaign. Some, a campaign might work. Another campaign might not. Eh. You know, that's how, that's how yeah. you learn. But it's yeah. like COs because it, everyone thinks they're a marketer. Very few people are. They they think that they, they just need somebody that's strategic. And it's like, well, you need somebody that's strategic, of course. But you need somebody that's in there breaking eggs. <laughs> like, Absolutely, yeah. that's their job Janet, you know, Janet's uh, job is to break eggs <laughs> yeah I mean a, a creative or a campaign or an email subject line that worked on Tuesday may not work on Wednesday 100%. Um, you know so you gotta you gotta keep on going back to the well and you know even you know there's buyers change over time their behaviors things are cyclical you know there's economic considerations and things get you know maybe delayed, but that doesn't mean you can't initiate a conversation some way, right? So it's a matter of thinking about, okay, you know, what is what is the right conversation at the right point in time, given those market conditions? Um, and then, you know, how do you come up with the, with the messaging and then the right vehicles to to deliver that so that you can you can get to the right folks? And um, there is no playbook that works every time uh, you know the 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 playbook <laughs> don't you wish don't you wish there was at some point don't you wish yeah, there I was mean, you know if, if there was then you know everyone's talking about how the robots are coming after all of us now and you know um you know maybe maybe it's true but i'm not even sure if the robots can figure that one out you know <laughs> no um, no it would it, it it i mean i i wrote a book in 07 and it was ba it was a b2b marketing and, and hr uh and uh, and a bit. I want, the the title was try not to f this up, and it was all spelled out. But basically, we went through thirty eight things that you should do, and we told people like, okay, all this is, you know, with the stipulation that you try it, it doesn't work. Try something else. Yeah. A B testing, just just A B test everything. And uh, a lot of people outside of you know people that are skilled like yourself, they don't get that. They think that marketing, you just like, okay, so we just build a house list and we send them email. It's like, mm. <laughs> no, no, that's, <laughs> that's not how that works. We got a lot of other things to do. So yeah, yeah. if only it's not like, if uh, only. it's not like field of dreams, you know, no, no. And, they will, and they will come. Oh my goodness, brother. I could talk to you forever. I love, I love, first of all, I just love having this conversation. It was cathartic for me. And I love what you've done with Insight. Actually, I really like the the approach because it's so different than 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 a lot of other folks in the space. And I, I like that. 
And I think it'll be great for your customers. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited. Well, brother, great thank talk you. With you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you. You bet. And Look thanks, everyone. Yeah. Oh, no worries. No worries. And thanks for everyone listening to the podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news.